what to write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know That was Outside by Walter And obviously, if that was playing on your Monday or Friday You know what time it is You're on WNHH ah, 103.5 FM This is Behind the Brand My name is Easy Blues my partner in crime right now is actually having tea with Sasquatch, so Prestige will not be here today. But today we're going to go on another incredible journey like we do on Mondays and Fridays. Today we're going to go on a journey of the mind and the eyes because if you look at, like, say, Instagram, people take pictures of their food because you eat with your eyes first. Your eyes are literally the stairway and hallway of your soul. So when you can find someone that can truly contort and make beautiful different images and different light. That is something that is absolutely amazing. And when you can crack a Nebco and enjoy it while the amazing sounds of July and the Serotones are playing, you know it's a heck of a night. So I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. We don't need any accidents. But mentally, put your hands together for a dear friend of mine, someone whose art hangs in my house, and someone who has actually been around my family. So mentally, put your hands together for the amazing, the fantastic, the incredible Claire Barber. How you been? Long time no see hugs. Yeah, I've been pretty good lately. That's been awesome. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what I love about, about your journey in particular is you hit every single aspect of art as, as well. Not only do you create, but you educate, you help the next generation go up and go through, um, and you do so with just that amazing smile that you have on your face. I remember literally many, many years ago, we won't talk about how many years ago, because it's been, it's been a while, like 12 years, man, oof, I know, um, walking into Stella Blues and you had the chalk pen and oh, you were, yeah. you're actually drawing on on the uh, thing that people were using to, you know, keep tally for I think either darts or pool. Um, when did art really hit you? Like when when did you know that this is who you are and this is where you wanted to be? I have always been drawing, painting. I think around nine when I really started painting with acrylics, and I it just felt like the medium for me, and then nonstop, um, you know. High school, I, I was doing a lot more singing. I was in choir, but by senior year, I was back in art classes, then straight on to um, Central up in Britain. I took as many art classes as I could. Sometimes I was taking eight classes. Some people thought that was crazy, but uh, I enjoyed it. So. And I think that's one of the most incredible things. And for for the listener at home, really listen listen to that aspect. You were taking eight classes. You you were almost overwhelming yourself, but you were doing it out of a place of passion. Right. So you were really feeding your soul in, in doing in doing these things. And it's it's one of those things. Like seriously, if you want to go out and do something, then you have to do it. And you can't. Um, I have to word this correctly because we are on the air. You cannot um, half cheek it. Um, you need to you need to go full cheeks, and, and, and it's so important um, that you do commit yourself fully to it. Um, now that can be a journey, that could be a struggle. You have to you know constantly find like side hustles and different things like that. How did you transition into understanding that you can get into the educational aspect of it as well? That's an interesting question. So even when <laughs> I was in college, I had a professor 
great guy, Mike Alowitz. He, he was kind of a mentor to a lot of us there. Um, and he wanted to run a class, how to make money off your art. And I was the only idiot that signed up for it. So that class didn't run. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, and he said it all in joking, but he was like, you're going to work at Starbucks. This, good luck. You know, it's tough out there. But um, I could have went for my education degree at the time, but eh, there was just something about being in the school system I wasn't fully committed to. Mm -hmm. um, I did end up teaching at little places, um, the Little Red School of Art and Music in Stratford. I went there when I was a kid. I taught there for a few years, did a lot of after school programs through that. And then always taught private lessons. Um, and then five years ago, I was given the opportunity to be an art teacher at a Catholic school in my town. And that was really nice um working with the kids and getting to build up my own curriculum um there's definitely things in the school system that aren't for me but overall it was fine and now i'm at this place in westport it's another after school program but um it's really beefed up and it's uh got a lot of different types of art classes we even do we even have a digital lab here not that i mess with any of that you can see what my medium is but um, it's just been really nice to be able to give to the kids and, and show them what, it, what, it, what you can do with, with this stuff. It's not just something fun you get to do in school sometimes and have like a, a fun class, although plenty of them treat it that way, but, um, it's, I don't, I, I do love teaching. I love being with the kids. Um, they're, they're just so bright and they have so many cool ideas even if they can't execute it at how young they are, it's still the ideas are there and the passion is there. They're always so excited to show you what they're working on. And um, I feel like a lot of adults forget that, you know, it's okay to be excited about your passions and talk about it and let people know. Uh, it's that's a hundred percent so true. I, I actually love when you know, especially speaking with younger musicians and and even younger people that want to venture into the radio thing because they feel like they can talk to me and I don't know why, because um, I have no idea what I'm doing. So it's it's they're like, oh, can I have some advice? I was like, uh, Nike, just do it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, word. But you know, it's incredible because that energy is there and it does remind us you know, to, to try to stay childlike because there's such this beautifulness of passion um, when you look at it with unobscured eyes, you know, and reality, you know, bills and, you know, the lights and all of those wonderful things uh, start to really stack up on you and that can kind of beat it out of you. Um, how have you been able to maintain your passion with because because here's the thing yourself much much like myself this isn't just like what you do right. this is who you are exactly. um you know so a lot of other people we can have this conversation they're like well statistically yada yada but this being who you are how are you able to trudge through life because it can get really intense and it can you know it can it can break a heart or seven yeah well, especially when I was at the Catholic school working, it was only part-time. It was my only job for the four years I was there. So it was a lot of sacrifice doing my own after-school program, taking all the subbing I could get, 
And then also the added stress of it being the pandemic, teaching through that was crazy. But, um, and there, you know, there's times where it's like, oh, I can't even do any painting for myself. Uh, and that'll happen. But this is um, my first series in a long time where I really put in the hard work and, and just, like I said, trudge through, you know, because you know there's going to be more for you if you push through it. Um, but it's been, it's definitely been a journey and I'm happy with these. I've been working on these a few weeks. Nobody's really seen these yet. And this, this one, speaking of childlike, I don't know if you frog. Rugrats, Magic 8 Ball. This is a Barbie. And this one's not finished, but um, that's uh, crunching tonight, so. <laughs> well, it, it's it's so super interesting because how does one, let, let, let now, for those playing the home game, how does one get, you know, an actual art showing, especially yeah. in a place, you know, I've seen art showings in like tattoo parlors, I've seen art showings in galleries, but I've never actually seen one in a brewery. How did that happen? Um, yeah, I didn't even really know they uh, were doing these artists in residence. I went there for a benefit for my friend, unfortunately, um, but she works there. She She's dealing with some stuff, so we had a benefit for her. Um, and I noticed this other artist, uh, Lukita Marcella from, uh, I think, in Bridgeport. I saw her artwork was up, so um, and I've seen her stuff around for many, many years. Really cool stuff if you haven't checked out her work. Um, I saw it there, and then I asked my friend about it, and she was like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I think of you? You should do May. So it's really just like getting out and asking and looking around, just just getting out really. Um, I even noticed they were doing stuff at the cellar too. I, I like walked into that bar mm -hmm. like two, three months ago. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy there, Joe Ghoul, I believe his name is. And he, he had all his artwork up. So it's just about making connections and like just getting out of your house and not being that recluse artist all the time. Um, it was, it's just been nice. This is a great opportunity. Um, I love New England. I, I've been going to them since before they even had their current location when they were across the street on the other side. Mm -hmm. That's going back pretty far. So. <laughs> well, I, I, I know that actually for a fact because you were one of the first people to suggest Sea Hag to me oh. uh, when, when I first came out here um, years ago. Um, so I, 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 true, I truly know uh your love for your love for uh nebco and i i think it's incredible because I, I love how you talk about you know there are those spots where you can go through and i remember i don't know if you remember because we're gonna go back like many many years i remember you used to go you'd be able to go into like a diner yeah. and there was always like artwork on on the wall of the diner with like price tags yeah. and you could like purchase the the, the like consignment pieces and i always thought that was so interesting and i love how we're somewhat getting back to that i think as we are getting broader as a society more so we can do fun things like interview you through Zoom and hope the internet doesn't skits out on us. Um, you know, we're also finding that more breaking into that barter and trade, you know, that that hand to hand type, type of aspect and more of that personal aspect. And you're seeing these businesses join up together. You know, because at the end of the day, and, and you know, you and I have both put on shows, and we'll, we'll we'll put a we'll put a little bit thing out there. That's why you have vendors at your shows, because that you know, that's more people that are going to tell people that there's a show, <laughs> and they're going to want to come. Um, now, 
you have been in the music scene and you have been in the art scene and I always just call it a full art scene to begin with. Um, what made you want to bring music into your, your opening? Yeah. Um, I just really wanted to be a celebration and, um, this band July and the Sertones are friends. A lot of them are friends with my uh, brother and I noticed they're going to be at the sound on sound. Mm -hmm. um, and, so I thought I'd book them now before they're famous. <laughs> and um, also just to have like a fun vibe going on. Um, people might stay longer if there's music instead of just being like, oh, okay, I saw your, your thing. Because um, it's a very busy night. There's a lot, there's stuff happening at the State House. A bunch of metal bands are playing there and mm -hmm. several other events happening. Um, but have a bunch of people already said they're coming out. So. I'm so far happy with all that. And it's just going to be like a little low key party for me, basically, and just hanging out. And hopefully, some new people will see this stuff while it's hanging up in May. And yep. some followers from that. It's my end game. Well, see, I, I think it's incredible. And, and for those who don't know, um, you have a very long history of coming, coming to shows. You actually did a, a live painting for, for one of our shows, which was so cool. And, and we actually were able to do kind of like a, uh, a time-lapse video, uh, you know. But these are, these are those things that, you, you know, again, businesses or artists, you know, working together to help push that because that helps with your exposure, helps with our exposure. It also creates something different, you know. Um, I, I've had many conversations with, with the incredible producer, uh, Vic Steffens, and he says all the time, no one really goes out to shows anymore. You have to put on an event. Yeah. Um, and for those people who know me, uh, I put on an event anytime I walk, I walk out of a place. Um, I'm probably doing the, the uh, George Jefferson strut and having a, a grand old time because, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm a wackadoo. Um, but it's so super important to have these celebrations and especially again, not to beat a dead horse, but like coming out of the dark times that was COVID, um, there are so many more things we do have to celebrate. So many things we were taking for granted, you know, the ability to meet together, the ability to listen to live music and look at incredible art. These are the things that we need to celebrate. Um, and you know, I'm going to celebrate you till like forever because like you're like one of my bestest peoples in the world and you know love 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 you so 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 much um as you are like moving forward is this going to be something where you're going to be doing a lot more are we going to also see because we also know and and i'm not going to give out the address we also know like you do these incredible like backyard movie things Will oh, it be yeah. like some backyard art on the projector while you have like maybe some acoustic musicians sitting and jamming around like a fire pit? You know, is that like the next evolution of, you know, Claire Entertainment? Like what's what, what's happening? Yeah. Wow. That's actually a great idea. I definitely want to um, I'm going to continue this series. I had like 10 other ideas for this, so it could be something like a little backyard mm -hmm. party. Everybody come check out the art. Um, I do hope to have another event because I price these kind of high. I don't really mm -hmm. want to sell them, but I'd rather build up the series and then get into some other galleries at some point. Um, it is hard though. It's pretty hard. It's like a, a special club. Mm -hmm. you know, club. Um, got to pay to get in. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that is, that is the entertainment 
industry period um when, when you're dealing with some type of arts you know there are no matter how much we want to be as open and as loving, there are definitely those, those aspects, you know, from the musical aspect of it, you know, you have to kind of buy in to getting these different contacts um, and then get those contacts and then sell those contacts to the people below you that need that. So then you can buy the next level of contacts to get through. It's, it's, it's just a, a constant push pull. Um, but I love that you are kind of, again, grassrooting it. You are kind of, you know, doing it yourself instead of going into like, uh, I don't know, uh, the Louvre. I, that's the only gallery I know. Um, so we'll just, I'm, I'm very uneducated in galleries. So instead of like going into the Louvre and be like, hey, my stuff is in the Louvre. You're like, hey, I'm going to go to Nebco and I'm going to hang up some of my stuff at Nebco. There are people constantly walking in. Um, you know, they have great uh, business aspect of it. They have a constant good turnover. Your stuff's getting the exposure necessary. Um, I want to see this more and more. Like I would love, you know, every, like all small business people that are listening or watching this show right now, please hit up Claire and be like, Hey, I have this incredible bodega and I would love to like hang your pieces in the back of this bodega. And you just tell people that your pieces are in my bodega. And this is how businesses can help each other. And we can all grow together. You know, I, I tell people all the time, I don't want to be the boat that rises. I want to be the tide that rises all boats. Um, and it's such, it's an incredible experience to have. It's one of the reasons why Prestige and I put this show together is so we can highlight the amazing people in our lives like yourself. Um, what is your end goal? The end goal. Mm-hmm. The end goal, you know, would eventually be consistently putting out new work, trying new things this was a little different for me not too much it's you know there's still lives but i tried to have subject matter that was not anything like you've seen before like this one's sort of like crystals and books about witches and mushrooms and things and then i have all the 90s nostalgia everything in this picture is from the 90s or at least a reproduction of from the 90s and then this one is all like um morbid like you know kind of dead animals there's a groundhog in here dead butterfly there's some anatomy stuff on the bottom so i went for these different themes stuff that like i wish people were doing because when you you think of still life you think oh flowers fruit a vase the basic and i have seen other artists doing stuff like this but um i love working big these are pretty big and it's, it's, I challenged myself. Well, it, it's absolutely beautiful that you challenge yourself here on 103.5 FM WNHH. Um, we are behind the brand. My name is Easy Blues. Prestige cannot be with us today because he is actually um, helping to coronate King Charles. And I think that's amazing. He actually gets to bring out the crown. Um, so big ups to Prestige. We miss you. We love you. We cannot wait for you to come back. Um, but as we do move forward, so tomorrow, which would be on the Saturdays, right? Um, how do people figure out how to get in touch with all of this? How, you know, what is that moment? You know, because again, I'm a big fan of life is all about moments. What is that moment that you are, you are, people are going to have when they walk in the doors of Nebco, July and the serotonin's blasting. And again, amazing pickup, incredible human beings, phenomenal musicians. I mean, so they, their original material is 
amazing, but some of their covers just is mind blowing. Um, and also you'll be able to see them at the state house uh, with Bella Vartok uh, coming up as well at, by, by the end of this month. You definitely want to check out that, but you know, go see them first tomorrow and, 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 you know, bid on cause she's priced it high cause she doesn't want to actually part with the pieces, but like, you know, at least offer her some money. Um, you know, that's nice. gonna, you know <laughs> make it worth her wild. You know, these, these are her children. So, you know, if you want to part with the child, it's going to be $10,000. Um, you know, that's so what is that draw what what is the moment that you are the most looking forward to tomorrow i really hope people who haven't seen the work will have a reaction to it and be able to connect with what they're seeing on the canvas with the color the space the different values all, and it's i kind of base these also off those old i spy books Do you remember those um i knew it yeah it's definitely based off that. Um, I had another still life that's not here that'll also be in the show. And that also inspired this, like just the bright colors, um, really pushing those boundaries with the value and the contrast, uh, you know, all that art stuff. But um, I just want people is to look at them and be excited for art again. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like anything they've seen before. So it might change their mind about what art really could be or is. Well, I, I think it's it's awesome because I'm I'm so glad you pointed you pointed that out because I wasn't 100 sure um, about about that that but I those hidden picture books I also used to play the, the games on the computer oh, so much fun um, but you as I would consider and and please do not take it offensively because it, I feel it's a high compliment um, you are a phenomenal pop culture artist. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I have seen, you know, the stuff that I have in my house, um, is dealing with, you know, some pop culture points, whether it be, you know, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, or I remember the last time you had like a Star Wars thing going on and was there a Pokemon? I'm not sure if there was a Pokemon, but I want to say at least a Pokeball, um, w w was, was on there as well. Um, and now you have that nineties, uh, one behind you, which I, I can't, and then Kermit is just so awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's so dope. <laughs> Um, is this just, I, I know this is an answer cause like I know you, but they don't know you. The audience doesn't know you at home. Is this just a part of your personality that comes out through the canvas or is it a gimmick? I would say it's more my personality. Um, and these are all really personal to me too. These are all objects I have at my house. Mm -hmm. Some of them I had to go digging in the attic for, but, uh, it really means something to me. I, mm -hmm. And, you know, it's funny, sometimes people will ask you, oh, well, what, you know, I see this in your painting, or I see this, and I like leaving it more up to interpretation, like, some people with this one didn't understand what it was about, and other people who do know what the witch community is all about were like, oh, that's obviously an altar, like, that makes sense, and um, I really think the 90s one is going to be the one people connect with the most, because there's just so many references, like, to everybody's childhood really like not just the 90s a lot you know but there are very specific references like the tape yeah. <laughs> old, uh, old camera you know well it, it's it's so super interesting because you know as we get to see and and we've heard it a million and a half times everything old becomes new again 
um, when you start to go out to some of these shows and some of these independent shows, there are a lot more artists right now that are releasing cassette tapes so much so that I had to buy a Walkman, um, you know, oh yeah, no, because, because, you know, our, our, our amazing friend, Mo Pickles, um, you know, Mo Nichols has this incredible, um, MF Doom mixtape and it's only on cassette and I'm such a huge MF Doom fan and I'm such a like huge Mo fan that I needed this in my life. And I thought I had a tape deck in my house and I didn't. So I had to go buy a Walkman and now I just, I'm just want cassettes. Like that's, I'm, I'm on this whole kick now. Like if I can find some singles, oh my goodness, a single right now would be amazing. Especially like if it's um rump shaker. Cause I think that might've been the first single that I've ever had was rump shaker. And it was, it was awesome. But this is why stuff like this is so super important because it can get you in touch with those things you thought you missed um, and with those things that you forgot about, you know, this is what we were talking about earlier on in, in, uh, in the show, holding on to that childlike innocence and to hold on to that passion. And when, when you have a good piece of art in any type of genre, it's going to speak directly to your soul. Um, yeah. Well, and, and knowing you for who, for hundred percent who you are, this is what you do. This is why I say this isn't a career choice for you. This is who you are. This is who you're always going to be. Do you have any type of issue sometimes in being able to translate that into, into the art itself? Or do you just have those moments where I'm going to stay up for three days and just hmm. paint forever and ever? Yeah. Um, especially when I was younger, it was a lot easier to stay up for three days and do that. Um, I've been, you know, I work a nine to five and then I've been going home for the past two months or whatever it's been and just working nonstop on these. So it's been like a full-time second job as well. Try to get away uh, a little bit, but, but it kind of feels like college again, because there's like a deadline. It's gotta be done by tomorrow, tonight really. Um, but I'm, I'm very happy with what I've been able to do with my time. These past few weeks and um you know it's just feels good when even if you are struggling like certain parts of the camp of these canvases i really enjoyed a lot more than other parts mm -hmm. um, parts are really tedious like all the little stained glass on this thing right here mm -hmm. it was a lot of like okay forget this part for now we'll go into something more exciting like the books or the mushrooms and then there were some parts where I, sh I like couldn't get the right color that I wanted so there's definitely struggles it's not it's not just here we go you know Bob Ross it and just happy little trees um but even but even when you do struggle a little bit it's like you said you push through trudge through and then you have this sense of like wow I did that I I pushed through that I made it happen no, that's first of all, thank you for actually sharing that because that's, you know, super, super important. Us as creatives, um, we feel a little bit harder than everybody else. You know, we, we are we have that empath aspect of it and the weight of the world can beat down upon you. Um, and we'd love to be able to take that out on the art, but sometimes the art fights back. Um, and but that's also this incredible dance. You know, because because when when you're there and you're in the moment and you're frustrated, but then it breaks free and it's just this incredible aspect of it. Um, 
I also want to talk because I, I find it super, super interesting. You have this really incredible for the stuff that is like the dead uh, stuff behind mm -hmm. you. Um, it's it's more of that darker palette. Um, and, you know, the, the uh, one that pays tribute for, uh, you know, witch life and stuff has a warming, almost healing type of palette. And then behind you, you have that pop culture thing where it's all kind of poppy and, and different things on that type of aspect. So you're really playing with, a like, some people will look at art and be like, oh, this was Picasso's blue period. Um, is this going to be like considered your... Um, hidden uh hidden pictures uh book period like uh, you know wh what what would you call this period for you i get i guess we can call it the i spy i'm i'm calling the series everything but the kitchen sink because i have a ton of other ideas i wanted to do one that was just all stuffed animals one that was um i have a bunch of roosters in my kitchen so i'm just gonna do like all roosters and um aliens all there's just so many directions I can go with this and still have it be interesting and um, kind of academic, but the way I'm playing with the colors is more kind of based from movies, really. Like this one, I was watching a lot of Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. uh, I could tell. I, I, it's so interesting because that actually, the, the, back, the background itself looks like when he's in the the you know the the period with the with the little little person walking through and it has that curtain it's this it's this like the same exact wow that's awesome okay cool i i love that i love and for those that are just listening right now you want to jump on the facebook page you want to take a look at this so that, that you know you can actually be fully you know immersed in this experience you know and make sure you go back rewatch it and then make sure you go out tomorrow to nebco to see the amazing claire and all, all of this but I love that, that that was Twin Peaks. Now, the one uh, with the witchcraft aspect, was there certain a certain cinema that tied in for that? Um, this one, not so much. I, it's more based off this series of books by this author, Carlos Castaneda. Uh, mm -hmm. I really got into his, his books. It's listed as nonfiction, but it's um, like the shamans from the Chihuahua Desert in Mexico. So it's pretty trippy. Um, experiences with that that he describes and there's like 15 of the books it's crazy um there's one book in particular about dreaming and how to lucid dream so that's more what inspired this one and just like my personal connection with um some witchy people in my life like this is the candle witch my friend rachel that's one of her candles in here and um this is a print she gave me that one of her friends did um, and then some other witch books, some crystals and stuff, my cauldron, tarot stuff. So, and again, just all stuff that's personal to me that I have around my house. Um, some of these crystals I've had since I was a kid. So. I, 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 one, again, thank you for your, for your openness because you literally are, these, this is all things that are around your house and even, you know, the stuffed animal aspect and you have roosters in your kitchen? How do you have eggs? I, if you only have roosters, there are no eggs. I don't, oh, oh, you mean like pictures of roosters? Okay, I just want to make sure, I just want to make sure. And and for those that have the dirty mind, she means the chicken thing. All right, people, people, let's be real. Let's be real. That's a whole nother art show and that's not done at Nebco. I'm just saying. The naughty art show. Uh, uh, <laughs> but 
you know, as you are continuing and, and you are going to continue to grow this series and, and, and you know, move forward, is there going to be a point in time where you're like, hey, I have all these incredible pieces. Let me do a coffee table book. Is that is that something that, that you're looking at? Yeah, I definitely um... – now that I feel like I, I have a direction to go in, which is something I struggled with for many years to find my voice and what I wanted to do and what I was happy doing. Mm-hmm. I could have done anything really. I could have just picked out some random idea out of a hat, but I thought about this one for literally years before I finally was like, I'm doing it. And, um, you know, it's just, I'm just happy that it's here and I want to move forward. I, like I said, I have all these other ideas with it and, yeah, the, the rooster ceramic things in my house, but it's it's funny because my there was a rooster in my neighborhood, and my parents just like grabbed it and got chickens. So we do have eggs. Nice. Um, yeah, I would like to move forward with this and just really hone in on what I'm already doing, you know, and just mm-hmm. be able to streamline it so that I'm eventually creating a new piece every few months and I can spend more time on that. Um, sometimes having a deadline is great, but I look at these and I'm like, Oh, there's a few spots where I know I'm not, I'm not going to have the time to just touch up these t- tiny little parts. And I'm trying not to let that kill me. But like you said, as an artist, we're very critical of what we are doing. So <laughs> Uh, trust me, I 100% know there's stuff released out there on the interwebs that I wish I had more time. Um, I'm like, ooh, if I would have just went for that half note instead of trying to do that that jump there, it might not have been so cringy to me. And then you hear other people like, this is amazing. This is so good. And you're like, are we listening to the same thing? I, You don't, you don't see it as brokenly as I see it. Um, so many times, because uh, I've been bringing these in, like, I'm allowed to do a little bit of this on my lunch break at work and my coworkers are like, what? you finished. And I'm like, no. <laughs> what you well, and, and that's, that's super interesting because, you know, artist to artist, is there really ever a point where a piece is finished? You know, I think with certain pieces, it's, it's obvious when it's done. Mm-hmm. And with others, I could probably still do months of work on this and it would be noticeable to the average onlooker, but as the creator, it's like, oh man, look at, you know, but I'm overall really happy with these pieces. Uh, I've definitely had pieces more in the past where I didn't even want to finish them. They, I just, it wasn't, it was too late at a certain point. <laughs> No, I, yeah, no, no, that's that's massively understandable. You know, um, I I do that all the time. You know, <laughs> create like completely craziness. But uh, I'm actually doing my first solo acoustic show. Uh, I haven't picked up my guitar in like three years. Um, so like I have I have like two weeks to to write and and put together an entire set. Um, and I just keep. You know, my guitar just keeps sitting in the corner mocking me, yeah. um, you know, because that's all part of that artistic process. You know, how do you fight through when the canvas or the paint or the brush itself is mocking you? How do you level up? I, I personally have to take a step back, either go get a drink of water or just walk or walk away. 
even mm-hmm. if for a minute to go to the bathroom or just get a snack or um and then it's a lot of this staring measuring looking at the colors seeing how the colors are bouncing um to someone who doesn't get that they might be like what are you doing aren't you gonna work why are you just staring at it um but there's so much mental gymnastics happening when you're doing that that's going on you know under the surface there uh so that's been a huge part of this is just keeping them on on easels at home and looking at them when i wake up looking at them before bed um you know i guess that's something that you're learning when you go to art school and take art classes um to really be able to measure with your eyes that's not mm-hmm. something everyone can do but when you can and then you see how things look proportion like those you can tell those are books you could tell mm-hmm. them can tell there's a plant there and the values help but you gotta be able to see that and figure that out well i I was actually going going to compliment that that cauldron of the cauldron on this incredible painting extra special was that something that you put like hey that happened yeah i had that actually that cauldron in real life is pink Ah. Uh, but my sister was like you should make it orange which makes sense because I have a lot of blue um, shadows here and it really picks up all these other oranges. Um, These are like little bottles filled with glitter, to be honest. It's like makeup glitter, but they were like fairy something. I don't know. Well, what I do know is we are here on, you know, 103.5 FM, WNHH. We're behind the brand. My name is Easy Blues. Prestige cannot be with us today because he is actually finding the uh, Fountain of Youth. Yeah, he, he just went all the way to Mexico. Uh, he's getting he's getting himself a drink of it because he, he's, he's such a young and adorable man that he needed to. Um, but we are here with the amazing artist, Claire Barber, and we are sitting here talking about art and her incredible art show, which will be tomorrow. That's when it starts, right? Tomorrow at Nebco, and they can go through for the entire month of May. Um, as you are continuing to grow and, and move things forward, do you see, like, is is the end goal, like, Claire's own gallery? Um, where you're not only, because, I mean, you're already helping the next generation come through, but, you know, you can then fully branch whether you have an education aspect and a showing room for the youth or for other artists that are growing and building with you. Yeah, that would be so cool. I'm, sometimes I think about doing, like, a little coffee shop type, type thing. I mean, it's a little played out, but to have a space. I mean, my main concern now is just getting my own studio. Mm-hmm. Um, it is hard doing things like this in the living room. Uh, especially because I like to work big, like pretty big. And mm-hmm. I think they're really going to lend themselves to the brewery there. Um, I don't know exactly where I'm putting them on the walls, but I, I know that they're big enough no matter where you are in the tap room, you're going to be like, whoa, what is that? Want to go over and look at it. So. 
No, that 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 is that is incredible. And and for those who have been to the tap room, you know that for a fact. You're, you're going to walk in there, and these things are going to pop out at you in such a, a glorious type of way. And again, you get to see them for the entire month of May until everyone offers you ten thousand dollars a piece for them, and they buy them and they take them from you. And and you know, and I'm putting it out there right now. I'm putting it out there like this is this is what's necessary. Um, you know. And as you continue to grow, you know, are you are you also like taking photos of them so you can have the prints, you know, or are you is this just like a this is the canvas, this is the only way you're going to do it, and you know, this is my one-off limited edition. How how do you uh, how do you market that type of aspect? Especially if I end up getting a lot of interest, I will absolutely make prints of these and then just keep them, um, which would be ideal at this point, just to be able to continue showing these as I add more to the series. Um, I'm hopeful people will just be excited to see them and maybe even commission me. I would, I think like a cool idea would be for people who like, oh, I love all these things. They mean a lot to me, but I just can't keep all this stuff in my house. And then I could do a painting or, you know, if like a family member passes and you want some something to remember them by that you could have like all their special things in a nice painting and then it's on display on your wall all the time instead of just you remembering oh yeah their grandma's stuff is in that box you know um but it, I, you know there's just so much i, I want to do with this and and moving forward with it i i would like to, just more people to see them and see what else i can do and and uh, just have a good time with it now, for for the average listener that doesn't exactly know what a commission is, um, can you explain that a little bit? This way, maybe they can hit you up and commission you to do that piece for that loved one or the the puppy. Oh, you know. Yes, I've done a lot of pet portraits, um, both after you know while the pets are still alive or after they've passed. I've done some um, just regular portraits of people. Uh, wedding things like that um, but yeah commission you just you can ask me like hey I have this stuff I have this idea and we figure out a price um, I I remember one of my favorites was for a friend of mine Chris and he he commissioned me to do a viking it was a bunch of vikings playing ice hockey in a ford so you know, it's just, I love it. I love doing the fun stuff. Mm. And sometimes it's easier when somebody else already has a very specific idea. Um, mm -hmm. I've done like Santa Claus, Christmas stuff, holiday stuff. I'm pretty much all over the spectrum with painting, at least. Right. No, that's, that, that, that is awesome. And, and, you know, it's incredible to do as well. Because when, you know, yes, you're, you're an artist. You're, you're, you have a specific vision but you also can then adapt to someone else's, you know, what they want and can give that type of aspect. And that's why I think commission work is absolutely amazing. Um, I would love to see actually more of it in the music uh, world. And especially as, as we, we jump into the, the world of that, what AI is going to bring us um, and everyone, you know, but here's the thing. And this, we, we've, we talked, we've talked about it for years upon years. Every time there is some sort of technology technology uh, break, everyone has that that moment. But it was David Bowie who said it the best. Um, you know, when he was talking about the big boom in techno music, he's like, "Yeah, but every once in a while, someone's just going to want to go home and touch something that's wood," and that is what you know 
organic music is. So even as we move forward with AI, people are still not just investing in the art, but in the artists themselves. So, you know, all those artists that are out there right now, again, as Claire said before, don't just be that recluse, go out there, network, get your stuff out there, get people to know you, have them bond with you as a person so they can now invest in you and then you can now invest more into your art. It is so super important. And also like, don't, don't be evil, um, you know, be, be a nice human. Uh, that'd be nice. Uh, people like to invest in nice humans. Um, we've been spending way too much time investing in evil, um, and we need to invest in, in nice, wonderful things like Claire. Um, now, as you do go through, and as you know, the the doors. What time will it be? The doors actually be open on uh, uh, on so Saturday. Brewery has its own hours. I think they're open all day. I'm setting up the art Saturday morning. Hopefully, that goes well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with my life. You know, knock on wood, though. Um, and then for the for the debut for the exhibition, I think uh, that technically starts at five thirty. The band's gonna start at six, and then they're gonna go play till eight thirty. And then I believe the venue closes around nine, so there's a little after time there too. And I'm even considering going to the State House after to go see Zenithus and all those other bands playing. Well, let, let me know because I'll I'll be there, um, you know, because I I I live I, I live at the state house now, um, you know that they're gonna they're they're going when 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 unfortunately those doors do close they're gonna they're gonna close me and my voice in there, um, <laughs> we're gonna be cemented in there from from this point on, uh, we 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 go with the state house and that's how how it goes, um, and and again, you know, just make sure you're going out and enjoying every single aspect, and you know, I would I would love to see you because we have I haven't given you a hug in like forever. Um, uh, so that, that'd be, that'd be dope. And I love the fact, cause this is so much a part of who you are. Not only are you talking about your show, but you're talking about other shows that are out there and other artists that, that you can, can invest in. Um, that is so super important. And I really, it's one of the things I'm, I'm a big fan of giving flowers now. That's one of the things I've always respected about you as, as a human, you know, you're always there not only to shine a light on yourself, but you also let your art speak for itself, but you're always shining that light on other talent and, you know, helping people grow um, amongst themselves. So thank you so much for that. Um, and thank you so much for everything that you are doing and continuing doing. We only have a couple more minutes left of the show. Um, they're about to pull the Apollo curtain or that wonderful curtain from Twin Peaks that's on in the background uh, right there. Uh, on us right now. But right now, I want to give you these last couple of minutes. If you have any advice and plus any way that people can get in touch with you and obviously pitch, 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 Nebco tomorrow. Let's go. Yes, win the brewery tomorrow, 530 to 830. Please. And another one will be up on display whole month of May. Um, I'll have like a QR code where you'll be able to get to my Instagram and my Facebook page. You can also reach out to me on my personal email, cmbartist at gmail.com. Um, and my advice is just keep going and find like-minded people, find mentors and don't give up. No, that, 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 that is, that is awesome. And you have been an incredible mentor. Um, also wa wanted to tell you that, that my, my daughter is still creating art because because of the influence that that you had 
uh, in her in her life, um, and she's doing it more for, towards the digital aspect of it. You know, actually going to school uh, for it and creating apps, and and you know, has her own commission pieces. She's actually going to be buying the new um, Legend of Zelda game from commission pieces that wow. she's done. Yeah, which I think is is so super super important, and, and you know, it's because of the incredible influences of the amazing souls like yourself and everyone else that, that that has gone through and you know for for those people that also not just want the art but want the artist and want some extra you know um advice or you know structure and how you go through being an artist make sure that you do hit up claire um very approachable human being absolutely amazing you you can you can actually leave her with your children and you don't have to be worried because she's awesome uh, um and i say that because i've left her with my children and they've been awesome um, but you're also a phenomenal uh singer as well um you know i i love some of the, the work that you've done with with uh professor uh, professor uh, b uh, so amazing. Is there anything, you know, in these last couple of minutes, or, or is, is there going to be like also a musical uh, invention coming through? I might be singing with him again. I think it's May 13th in Milford. I'm going to plan for that, but stuff happens and I haven't, I haven't sang with him in a while, but it was nice to get the invite. And, um, it's, it was always great to work with him and Vic Steffens, like you mentioned. They're both great, great people. They make it so easy, you know? <laughs> they do. They, they, they really do. And, and, and it's just that, that wonderful energy. And, you know, um, you know Fred's, Freddie's energy and your energy, it, it's just an incredible thing to see. And I, I love to watch it on stage, but I also love to just get lost in conversations with, with both of you. It, it's, been, it's been such an incredible experience. Um, honestly, thank you for, for everything that you have done. Um, you know, I, 12 years ago, I was, you know, a dude who randomly stumbled into Stella Blues and you all made me feel like I was part of, commu of a community. And I, you know, and then I came back here and, and I, I raised my children here. Um, and you know, New Haven is now in my blood, in my soul. Um, and I truly appreciate that. Claire, thank you so much for being here. Thank everybody for listening on 103.5 FM WNHH New Haven. My name is Easy Blues. Prestige could not be with us today because he is actually looking for the Loch Ness Monster. I heard him and Sasquatch were actually teaming up to find the Loch Ness Monster. They want to ride the Loch Ness Monster and give him 350. Yes, that is right. Prestige is going to give the Loch Ness Monster the 350 that he so deserves. And we just appreciate you so much. Thank you for being on Behind the Brand, Claire. And tomorrow, make sure you go to Nebco, check out her artwork, follow her on Instagram, and just seriously invest all the amazingness love in this incredible human being. My name is Easy Blues. We are Behind the Brand, 103.5 FM. Good night. About, trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We want focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the brujas 